Hi, welcome to this Living and Working Abroad uh, show um, and welcome to the end of 23 and the beginning of 24. So we're looking forward uh, to the year ahead and, and what the winds of change are bringing in the world. Um, depending on what your view is, you could argue that it's quite an unstable world that we've got at the moment and there's lots of changes that uh, are afoot and I want to try and preview some of those as well as anticipate what expats living and working abroad need to do to plan ahead uh, for uh, the things to do in 2024. Uh, and it starts straight away. Uh, from the 1st of January, uh, the UK have introduced tax changes. This is quite unusual, uh, but uh, self-employed uh, social insurance changes impact uh, in the UK from the 1st of January. Now this is obviously a prelude to an election year in the UK uh, but anybody that's self-employed uh, or expats working on a, a, a contract um, uh, from their personal service company in the UK paying social insurance will we'll get that reduction uh, from the 1st of January uh, so that's something to look forward to a happy new year um, with it being an election year uh, UK expats that are living and working abroad may consider whether they've got the right to vote in the next general election. Uh, they may not care, but if they do care uh, and they want the right to vote, um, it's actually not, it's not all that it seems. Um, in the 2019 general election, uh, the Tories have pledged to allow ex UK expats living abroad for more than 15 years to be reinstated to have the right to vote. Uh, uh, although they've agreed that in November, in principle, they're going to do it, it's still not actually in force. Uh, uh, but uh, so if you're an expat, UK expat, you can register and vote as long as you've been outside the UK for less than 15 years. They changed the law as is proposed, uh, then even expats have been outside uh, as long as you're a UK British citizen, you can register to vote even if you've been outside the UK for 15 years that's a potential change that could come in early in 2024. <clears throat> the other big significant factor in, in 2024 is it's a leap year. So the 29th of February is a date to put in your diary uh, and uh, it allows the uh, realignment of the sun, the, student, the moon and the stars, uh, but it can be bad luck for some people. Uh, and we need to uh, plan ahead and anticipate that um, just because it's a leap year, it's not gonna be a bad luck year for you um, and uh, that all your dreams can work out uh, when you're living and working abroad in 2024. In 2024, there could be a change of the UK government, but actually um, the last date that the uh, current government could call the 2024 general election is the 17th of December 2024. So actually uh, the next UK election doesn't have to take place until the 25th of January 2025, the latest. So while everybody's anticipating 2024 being a general election year in the UK, it may or may not happen. But if it does happen, obviously it bring about big changes in terms of uh, potentially the direction of the government 
and the way that, that is treated for people in the UK. Uh, if you, expats may or may not get a vote on that and they may or may not care, but certainly it would be a wind of change in the direction of the UK government going forward. On the 4th of March 2024, uh, Donald Trump is scheduled and slated for trial uh, on, on, um, in the USA um, and potentially even um, imprison him. Even if he's on trial, even if he gets put in prison for, for, for the um, incitement claims that are against him, he's still entitled uh, to be a, a candidate and to be elected as president. So we could end up um, uh, with um, uh, an, an American president that's in prison when he gets elected. Um, with the uh, American election as well, we could also be going back to the 80s uh, with potentially either Joe Biden or him um, uh, being elected. Joe Biden has also got um, legal challenges against him uh, and so we're not even sure who would be the candidates to be the uh, American president in 2024, bearing in mind that uh, anybody who's born in the USA could be American president. So Boris Johnson, who was born in New York City, could become uh, or put himself forward to be president in the United States. Let's see what the new year brings. On the 17th of March, We've got a Russian general election. Now this could have a big impact into 2024 with a major um, uh, instability in the world and wars raging in the background. A uh, bit like uh, uh, was discussed in the novel 1984 where there was always a war going on somewhere in the world uh, but you never quite knew where and it never quite affected you on your doorstep. Uh, but with the Russian and the Ukraine conflict ongoing it's not going to get resolved before the 17th of March and then we need to ask with will anybody stand against Vladimir Putin uh, and probably more likely is will anybody vote against him uh, we will see but certainly the Ukraine war and the conflict in Europe is not going to be resolved before uh, 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 the 17th of March so it's something to look forward to potentially a resolution at least after the 17th of March The 5th of November uh, could be a night that goes off with a bang. It's the date of the American presidential election in 2024, when, as we were saying, we could be going back to the 80s with Donald Trump or Joe Biden being re-elected and carrying on the current reign of presidency that's gone back over the last three terms, the last 12 years. Or Will, we, will America move on to the swinging 60s and get somebody from the a previous generation uh, and a new outlook? Uh, so we could have the same governments re-elected in the UK, uh, America and Russia and have the same old world and the same old conflicts. Or we could have a new generation coming in, bringing a new, a new sweeping a new broom three. So let's see how it goes and consider uh, what the world looks like at the end of 24 uh, with these major elections going on. The Schengen Zone is something we talked about quite a lot on the Living and Working Abroad show over the last year. In January 2024, 
that there's a, a big change that, that's going on um, where potentially Bulgaria and Romania are going to be added into the, the Schengen zone uh, as, as, a, uh, as members. At the moment, there's four EU countries that are not members of the Schengen zone. Ireland, who are don't, not intending to join, uh, Romania and Bulgaria and, and Cyprus. Romania and Bulgaria were approved to join the Schengen zone in 2011, but objections from Netherlands and Holland and Austria have, have uh, stopped their ascension into the zone um, for all these years. It's the Spanish presidency in 2023 of the EU is determined to try and get uh, a, a vote to allow Romania and Bulgaria to join in. Um, at the time of this broadcast, uh, the Netherlands and Austria have removed their objections so that a vote could take place before Christmas and present the Romanians and Bulgarians with ascension into the EU Schengen zone uh, for 2024. Uh, remembering that the, the, the thing about the Schengen zone is that uh, non-EU citizens are restricted to 90 days and 180 travel in any one country um, and, and that includes people outside the Schengen zone so Romania and Bulgarians inside the Schengen zone will then have the freedom of movement uh, throughout the EU that they currently don't have because of the Schengen zone. In 2024 as well Cyprus is pressing to join the Schengen zone now it may or may not happen um, uh, uh, but the EU could actually make a, a speedy decision uh, for Cyprus. They've passed five of the six steps. Uh, will they take another 10 years to approve uh, Cyprus like they did with Romania and Bulgaria? We, we don't know. Um, one of the main concerns with Cyprus at the moment is the uh, Cyprus's golden visa scheme where people can buy citizenship for uh, property investment um, uh, so that that could remain a long-standing objection to Cyprus ascension as could the divided island status uh, and that needs to be addressed however it, it would bring stability and harmony to the EU as they look to control um, the, the, the EU Schengen zone and uh, so we will see if Cyprus succeeds in 2024 in, in getting its extension to the EU Schengen zone. Meanwhile, Cyprus citizens and residents will still potentially be subjected to the 90-day uh, uh, short stay rule in the Schengen zone. For more information and guidance on resident permits for the EU, contact us at projectpartnership.com. In February 2024, the UK is expanding its electronic travel authority scheme to include most uh, Middle East countries. So the UK introduced an electronic travel authority scheme similar to that of the USA in November 23. And at the moment, only Qatar citizens are required to have the electronic travel authority before they travel into the UK. When you get an electronic travel authority, it means you need to have that approved and authorised 
uh, as part of your check-in process for your airline, uh, either online or in the airport. Uh, so from February, it's been extended to other Middle East countries, and then later in the year, and, and in the next couple of years, all other countries, including EU citizens, will be required to have the Electronic Travel Authority. Electronic Travel Authorities are required for visa-free travel into a country. If you need a visa, whether it's an EU Schengen visa or UK visa to, to visit or to work or, or, or anything else, uh, then you don't need the Electronic Travel Authority. But all people who've got visa-free travel into the UK will need uh, Electronic Travel Authority when it's introduced for their countries which from February 24 includes uh, most Middle East countries. In September, um, the EU are also planning to introduce their own electronic travel authority. Um, in, uh, but that was originally planned for 2022. The EU is planning to introduce electronic travel authorities since 2022, but they deferred it in 22, then 23 and 24 um, uh, into May 25 now um, for a number of different reasons. The site is technical reasons on the borders, um, but actually it's more to do probably with uh, aligning the Schengen zone. And so Cyprus could well be um, accelerated into the Schengen zone in anticipation of electronic travel authorities which apply for the EU uh, but they're actually run under the auspices of the EU Schengen zone agreement which is uh, slightly different because it includes countries that are outside the EU. So the EU electronic travel authority could well um, accelerate Cyprus's accession to, to the uh, Schengen zone in 2024. Um, the other reason that's cited uh, for the delay is the Paris Olympics. Uh, the Paris Olympics is uh, in July 2024 and obviously it's going to be a major international event and one of the reasons they've cited of not having the uh, uh, electronic travel authorities introduced in 2024 is the potential stags and delays that that could cause for people traveling uh, around the world. Um, Easter is a funny time in 2024. Uh, the Catholic Easter is uh, at the end of March, whereas the um, Orthodox Easter for Eastern Europe is, is a month later at the beginning of May. Uh, and that's a bigger gap as, as, you, as you can get. Uh, the Christian churches actually um, uh, assigned the date for Easter based upon a lunar month. So it's the first moon, full moon after the uh, equinox. Um, so the, the spring equinox is around about the 25th of, of uh, March. And, and the first full moon after that date is the date of the um, uh, Easter. Uh, however, the um, Orthodox and Christian Church split. Um, uh, the Roman Empire was split when Julius Caesar se seized power with an emperor in Rome and an emperor in Constantinople, which is now Istanbul. That then uh, e evolved uh, into the Byzantine Empire. 
Um, but in the uh, 15th century, 16th century, uh, the Roman Pope uh, changed the calendar uh, from the uh, Julius calendar introduced by Julius Caesar into uh, Pope Gregory's version of the calendar, which is the one that's used in Western Europe today. The Orthodox Church still used the Julius calendar to determine um, the, the date to decide Easter. And that is why sometimes a lunar month is 28 days, uh, a calendar month is, is 30, 31 days. And that's why sometimes the, there's a date a difference of, between the Easter uh, dates for the, the full moon uh, for the uh, Roman and the Orthodox churches. And in 2024, uh, not only is a leap year, but you've got the full month between the two uh, um, Easter's. Uh, so the Christian Roman Easter is, is the end of March and the Orthodox Easter is the beginning of May. Another couple of events that are occurring that we're looking forward to in 2024 is, is in June you've got the Euro 24s uh, uh, that have been held uh, in, in football in Germany uh, at the same time as the Copa America Cup uh, in, in the USA uh, the other big sporting event of the summer is the Olympics so it's a big summer of a, a sport in 2024 with uh, football uh, competitions major football competitions the Euros in Germany Copa America in the USA and the Olympics in Paris. The biggest date in Cyprus next year is possibly the 8th of February when one of the world's top uh, uh, music stars, Ed Sheeran, is performing in Cyprus. So that's something for anybody with tickets in Cyprus uh, to look forward to on the 8th of September. In March 24, any uh, Cyprus sole trader or company that needs an audit needs to submit their tax return um, and their audited financial statements uh, uh, for the year of 2022. So in Cyprus, when you've got a, an, a financial statement that needs to be audited as a company or sole trader, you've got 15 months to produce that, that, that tax return. And, and that becomes due at the end of the first quarter of, of 2024. If you need help and advice completing uh, at, uh, an audit for uh, 2022, you can contact us at projectpartnership.com. Uh, for 23, uh, the audited statement is due by the end of March uh, 25. So you've got the whole of 24 to prepare your financial statement and your audit, but not till March 25 does it need to be submitted. So if you need help and guidance completing your audit for your self-employed or company business in Cyprus uh, for the year ending 31st of December 23 to be completed in 24, contact us and we'll get going on that for you. In Cyprus, in 2023, tax for all was introduced um, and it's got more than one meaning. And at the end of 23 and in 2024, for the first time, 
all Cyprus tax residents with any income at all. So anybody who's a Cyprus tax resident, who's got any income or any gains, has to complete a tax return. So this ambiguous position they've had in the past, where you only needed to make a declaration if your income was over as 19,500 is gone. Uh, and the reason for that is because the, even if you're earning less than 19,500 for income tax, you could still have flat rate taxes due on property rental income or on uh, dividend income or on uh, health tax. And all those little taxes now will be collected up. So everybody has to complete a tax return. Uh, even if you've got a, a, a small earned income or no earned income, because any income that you've got from rentals, dividends, shares, or, or any other form of investment worldwide, uh, has got potentially even a small 2% amount of tax. For more information and guidance on that, contact us at propartnership.com. In January 24, as well, by the end of the month, tax returns need to be completed for UK expats uh, up to the year 22-23. So uh, uh, the UK tax year ends on the 5th of April each year. So the 5th of April 23 return is due by, uh, an online return, by the 31st of uh, January. That's different to uh, the October deadline for a paper return, uh, but have in mind that expats either have to do the paper return or an online return using Proact specialist online software. You can't do, uh, an expat can't do an online return using the HMRC website uh, for, because, uh, just because that is the rules. Uh, so Proact are UK expat experts, and if you need help and advice completing your 2023 return, you've not started it yet contact us and we'll get cracking on that and get that finished off in January all existing clients were aiming to finish by the end of December uh, and and go into the new year happy and 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 content if you have got any balance of tax to pay for 2023 in the UK that will be due payable by the end of January as well and the other thing you need to declare on your UK tax return is any capital gains in the UK. If you make any uh, capital gains from property or investments, uh, they are reportable in a UK tax return. And don't forget uh, that if you're selling any UK property, you, you have to also do a, a, a capital gains tax return within 90 days of the original sale, as well as at the end of the, the tax year. From April 24, uh, there's a change in the way uh, that people are taxed in the UK. If you have got income from uh, uh, different sources, from uh, uh, businesses or investments or, or personal service companies that end during the year, up until now in the UK, if you had a, a company that, that, that finished its business year at the end of October, then you, you, you would report that income for up to the end of October uh, as your income on your 5th of April return. So the 5th of April was deemed to be the day that you earned all your income for the year, even if the business year for the investment or the company uh, finished during, during the year. 
So that's changing from April 24. And over a couple of years, there's going to be alignment so that in any tax year to the 5th of April in the UK, from uh, starting in 2024, but from 2026, it will declare your real income for the whole year. So if you've got a, 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 a separate company income that finishes, say, in October, um, you will declare the income from that company uh, for the six months to October, and then the income from the, the following year up to April. Uh, so de facto, your real earnings for the whole year or what you'll be declaring on the 5th of April. So for anybody that's got businesses and investments that are finishing during the year, the prudent thing uh, uh, will be to start aligning those year-end dates to the 5th of April, because there's no advantage to, to them being any other dates, preparing separate sets of accounts at different times. Different situations for different people, but to align your accounting, your tax year-ends, and get your, your tax simplified going forward for UK tax returns for expats living and working abroad, contact us at productpartnership.com. If you're a Cyprus tax resident, uh, a tax return for 2023 is made in 2024, and any balance of tax that is due is paid after that return is submitted and by July 24. However, that is not the whole situation. If you've got worldwide earnings during the year, um, uh, as a Cyprus tax resident, in 2024, you should consider if you need to make a self-assessed return in July or December each year. Uh, you should actually make an estimation of your tax that's payable. And in fact, if you don't, um, and, and you've underpaid tax uh, by more than 25%, then potentially you'll get penalties, even if you paid the right amount of tax in the following July. Uh, so self-assessment uh, of tax liability uh, by uh, Cyprus tax residents is, is, is a, a requirement and responsibility, and it's something that we carry out for our clients. So if you're an expat living and working in Cyprus with overseas income that needs a self-assessment to declare that tax uh, from overseas, uh, contact us at productpartnership.com. So that's, as if you weren't counting, 24 things to look out for in, in 2024. Uh, things to uh, anticipate and look forward to um, uh, as, as, as um, uh, a world of change uh, politically, uh, a change in the way tax is assessed, the way that tax is, is calculated and the way that business can operate across border. Uh, changes to the residency regulations uh, in the EU Schengen zone and with electronic travel authorities, all things that are going to impact uh, uh, in access to your overseas property for longer uh, stay uh, um, holidays and and spring or autumn in the sun so if you need a help and guidance on obtaining a resident permit or a tax residency for the EU to to enable you to have longer stays when you choose to and re and move around the EU with freedom um, 
or if your business is impacted with the tax or regulatory changes, you can contact us at productpartnership.com and we'll give you help and advice on, on sorting those issues out for UK expats living and working abroad in the EU and in Cyprus and around the world. Thanks a lot for listening and we'll see you again next time. Mm-hmm.